Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Off the Bench Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Larkin. Um, just This is my first episode. This is going to be a little bit of an introduction. Um, got a couple of things to talk about, a couple of hot topics. Uh, great stuff on the show. Um, hope you enjoy. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at LarkShark underscore 24. Um, I'm going to be posting this podcast on SoundCloud, uh, probably on Twitter. I'll probably be tweeting it out. Um, so hope you like it. Hope you share. Um, and hope to see every one of you back here on the next episode. All right. So um, off the bench, obviously, sports. You can see my basement has sports almost everywhere in it. I'm a huge sports guy. Um, I'm pretty much down for almost any sport. Um, I love baseball, played baseball for 14, 15 years. Um, tried to play basketball, wasn't very good. Uh, I never played soccer, but I've just recently gotten pretty into soccer, and uh, that's going to be one of my topics today. Um, let's see, uh, football, huge football fan, go Hokies. Um, basketball, I'm not really an NBA fan. I went to an NBA game uh, last week. The atmosphere is just, it's just not good in person. Nobody pays attention. Nobody cheers. Um, I am a hockey fan. Love hockey. Great, great sport. It is just awesome. I was at a Capitals game last week, and the, the atmosphere at an NHL hockey game is unlike any other. It is just phenomenal. Um, so uh, let's get it started. Um, so first order of business, let's talk college football um as you all know two days ago on uh, new year's day we had the college football playoff semifinals between uh oklahoma and georgia in the rose bowl and alabama and clemson in the sugar bowl um first of all baker mayfield what an unbelievable athlete that dude is i mean he runs he throws touchdowns he even caught a touchdown pass in that game um, but unfortunately, Oklahoma and the Sooners, they came up short to Georgia um, thanks to a blocked field goal. Shout out Shane Beamer and Beamer Ball, son of uh, former Virginia Tech head football coach Frank Beamer. He is now with Georgia coaching their special teams. Um, so job well done there by him. Um, honestly, I really wanted Oklahoma to win. I picked them to win, um, but... Nonetheless, that was one of the best football games I've ever watched. I've ever, I mean, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. What I, what was the final score of that? I can't even remember. Let me let me find that real quick. Let's see. Sorry, I probably should have had this up uh, at the beginning, but that's all right. We learn. Um, well, Rose Bowl. I mean, that game was just... I don't even know what to say. One thing I will say is in overtime, to me, it seemed like Baker didn't get the ball that much. He was handed off. And, I mean, no discredit to Oklahoma's running backs, but, I mean, Baker Mayfield, he's Heisman. He's he's undoubtedly one of the most efficient college football quarterbacks almost ever. I mean... The dude's completion percentage is just ridiculous. Um, you know, th this year he threw, gosh, I don't even know. Let's see. Season, 43 touchdowns and six interceptions. 
I mean, come on. 70.5% completion. I mean, the dude is ridiculous. In his career, he's thrown for over over 14, 14 and a half thousand yards. I mean, this dude is great. He's just, he's so much fun to watch play football. And he's a two-time walk-on. I mean, who goes from being a two-time walk-on to winning the Heisman to being so close? I mean, fingertips close of going to play in a national championship. Um, I'm excited to see where he gets drafted, if he gets drafted, where he gets drafted, who he gets drafted by, and um, I'm excited to see what he does. Um, I'm excited to see what it, what he can possibly do in the NFL. Georgia. By the way, the final score of that game was 54-48 to 48 in, uh, in double overtime. I mean, unbelievable. Georgia. Their, their running backs, oh my goodness. Their running backs are ridiculous. I mean, all right, everybody knows Nick Chubb. Everybody knows the name Nick Chubb. But they're, they're two backups. Um, let's see, I'm going to draw the blank on one of them. Um, but they have Sony Michelle, who, if I'm not mistaken, might be a freshman. Um, give me just a second. Yeah, here we go. Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle, and DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift, he is a true freshman. I mean, dude's ridiculous. Now, granted, Sonny Michelle and I believe Nick Chubb. Let's see. Yeah, Sonny Michelle and Nick Chubb are both seniors. But DeAndre Swift, as a true freshman, let's see. He got 77 carries for 603 yards. That's an average of 7.8 yards a carry. That's just as much as Sonny Michelle got. Um, he only had three touchdowns on the season rushing. But, I mean, the, du- the dude was ridiculous. Um, so yeah, Georgia's going to the championship. That's pretty amazing. They haven't won a national championship since 1980, I believe. Um, so man, I, I'm still like mind blown by that game. That, that game was ridiculous. Um, so now we will talk about the other semifinal. Um, Calling it a beatdown, I think, is an understatement. You know, everybody talks every single year, oh, Alabama this, Alabama that, they're going to win the natty. And I think people coming into this year, as well, towards the end with the whole, you know, college football playoff rankings, everybody was like, oh, Bama doesn't deserve it. They don't deserve it. They, They didn't play anybody. I don't care who you play. Alabama is one of the best teams in college football. That's why they're in the top four. That's what the college football playoff committee is for. It is to find those four best teams out there. Granted, yeah, they're going to pick somewhat biased to, you know, reel in a little bit of money. I hate to say that. I don't like having to say that, but um, that's just that's just the matter of the fact. Um, Alabama, they are 12 and one. Their one loss was to Auburn. Um, there were a couple of key mistakes in that game. Uh, running back, I believe it was Bo Scarborough. He, um, he went up behind the, the center and clapped his hands a couple of times. Center thought it was Jalen Hurts clapping ball snapped back to back plays. They lost 
I think maybe 10 plus yards each play and backed them up and they just couldn't recover from that props to Auburn um, but Alabama in this game they beat tw- they beat Clemson 24 to 6 um, Clemson had two field goals that's it that's the that's now I think three out of the four years of the college football playoff that at least one team has not scored a touchdown so you know is the playoff committee doing doing its job Yes, um, if I had to be completely honest with you, I, I think Clemson is overrated. I think they're very overrated, especially at number one. Um, their regular season loss, who is it to? Syracuse, yes. Syracuse, who I believe may have finished the season four and eight. Let's see, can I, can I quote myself on that? technology yeah four and eight and i'll tell you the excuse that everybody said oh they didn't have kelly bryant for a whole half they didn't have kelly bryant for a whole half i don't care Yes, Bama didn't play a good schedule. I'm pretty sure in one of their games, the backups played the entire second half, and they still put up points. You know, yes, your first string quarterback can be great. In my opinion, Kelly Bryant is not that. Deshaun Watson is exponentially greater than Kelly Bryant. I mean, Kelly Bryant's a junior. Yes, he sat behind Deshaun Watson for, I guess, two years. I mean, dude, come on. Come on, 24-6. I mean, Bama put Clemson into the ground. Um, I think one of one of the coolest things ever in this game, uh, Deron Payne, he plays defense. He is six foot two, 308 pounds. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. He does, yeah, big boy. He got an interception, uh, and it was in Clemson territory um, and then Alabama ran sort of a trick play they had two linemen two defensive linemen in the backfield one of them motioned out they snuck Deron Payne out and he caught a touchdown he even toe tapped it it would have been good on Sundays I mean Clemson was just they just couldn't do anything they could not um, let's see Alabama defense they had five sacks on Kelly Bryant. I mean, nine tackles for loss. One pick six. I mean, Alabama is just ridiculous. Now, they're, they're favored by, uh, well, the opening line was uh, favored by four points over Georgia. I immediately texted my roommate, who occasionally bets on sports. I, I said, I'm taking Alabama minus four. I mean, there's not a doubt in my mind. Alabama's going to cover plus, minus four. Sorry, Georgia. You're not going to win, you know, 1980. That's, I don't know, 37 years. Um, Alabama is just just too, too good. Um, you know, I wish I wish they weren't so good because I'm kind of tired of seeing them winning national championships, to be honest with you. But I think the playoff committee, uh, I think they chose – I guess three of the four best teams in the country 
uh, again, I, I still think Clemson's overrated. Um, but, yep, national championship, Alabama versus Georgia, the number three versus the number four. Alabama is favored by four points, and you can catch it on January 8th at 8 p.m. on ESPN. I think it'll be a good game. Yes, it's SEC, SEC, but technically the SEC is going to lose. Eh, you know, I think Alabama's going to win again. Simple. Oh, yes. So that brings me to the next very, 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 very hot topic. Um, and that is the college football playoff. Um, let's see, where's the last rankings? Um, you know, the college football playoff, it's, it's, um, Um, it's very subjective in my opinion um, you know you, you have you have people that are on the committee that um, they're associated with schools in some way such as like Frank Beamer former tech head coach he had to sit out on the I guess when it came down to where Georgia was being placed because his son Shane Beamer is there um, I still think it's somewhat biased because you have ADs of schools on this committee. Um, I don't know. So it brings up the question, you know, right now we only have four teams. And it brings up the question, should this playoff be expanded? You know, I mean, but then you go, well, what are you going to expand it to? You know, you go from four to six to eight to 12 to 16. I mean, at some point it becomes too many games for college athletes to play or at least that's what they think in my opinion it's not what i think it becomes too many games for college athletes to play because as it is with 12 games in the regular season plus the conference championship that's already 13 games um if you add in a 16 if you make it a 16 team playoff uh that's let's see 16 8 4 2 that's still four more games. So they're playing 17 games in a season. That's one more than NFL players play. And then it becomes, oh, well, how long is this season going to drag out? You know, is it going to go into the end of January? Well, no, coaches aren't going to want to do that because they want to get on the recruiting trail. They want to have people that they know are going to sign into their program um, on on National Signing Day. It's just not going to happen. Um, you know, Going off this year's rankings, if if you make it an eight-team playoff, you've got Clemson versus USC, which uh, it might turn into a pretty good game. Uh, USC looked like crap against Ohio State, whereas Ohio State looked like <laughs> saying, hey, we should be in. We should be in this playoff. Um, then you'd have Oklahoma-Auburn. Uh, I think it'd be a good game. I think Oklahoma would probably win that one. Uh, you'd have Wisconsin-Georgia. Georgia would freaking put wisconsin on the ground uh, and the four five matchup would be alabama ohio state which i think would be a very entertaining game if you expand it to 12 i mean you get you get ucf in there which by the way now that alabama and georgia are both in the national championship both those teams got beat by auburn who got beat by ucf in the peach bowl uh so by the transitive property of college football uh 
UCF's the national champions, no matter what. Props to them. They, I mean, an unbelievable season. 13-0. and And the dude, they got a dude on defense with one hand. Shaquem Griffin. I mean, I, I don't think I could do half the things that I do on a regular day with one hand. Um, the guy's a phenomenal athlete. He's in the backfield every time you look up. If if you make it a 12-team playoff, you get UCF versus Clemson. I think UCF could win that. And then you get Washington and Oklahoma. Oklahoma's winning that. Uh, you get Georgia and Miami. Uh, advantage Georgia. You would get Penn State, Alabama. Sorry, Penn State. Sorry, Bryce. Alabama's going to run, run away with that. Um, you get Ohio State, USC. Again, uh, Ohio State would crush them. And you get Wisconsin, Auburn. I think Auburn would win that. Um, you know, I, I don't think a 12-team playoff is ever going to be realistic. Granted, the FCS does something like that. It might be a 24-team playoff where the top, I don't know, 16 teams get a first-round bye or something. Or No, not that many, but... Um, I, th I just think for these D1 athletes, for these five-star kids out of high school, for the NFL prospects, you know, kids are already sitting out bowl games. I mean, come on. If you've only if, you, if your team is 6-6 six and six and you're a NFL prospect and you didn't even make it to the championship game of your conference, why not play in the bowl game? Come on. I mean, show, show your team a little bit of, a little bit of respect and, and play one more game for them. Win a trophy. Win something. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think a six-team playoff would be good um, because then you get into, oh, the top two teams are going to get a bye. Um, I'll tell you one thing, though. Getting extra time, I, I, I think getting extra time to practice and prepare and study film and everything, that makes a heck of a world of a difference because... Alabama hadn't played since their game against Auburn, which they lost. They didn't make it to the SEC championship game, giving them an entire extra week to prepare for the game against Clemson. And uh, boy, did it help. Boy, did it help. Um, I don't know. I don't think I like a 16 playoff because I think those top two are going to have an advantage no matter what. Maybe an 18 playoff. Maybe that'd be fun. You know, I already think from the time that conference championship games take place, I already think from the time that that happens to the time when the playoff is taking place, which is New Year's Day, I think that's an, that's too much time anyways. It's almost, That's almost a whole month. It's almost a whole month until they play the semifinals. And then you only get a week from the semifinal to the championship. You know, if make it spread out in two-week intervals. Have the championship games, you get two weeks. Then you play the... The first round, you play one versus eight, two versus seven, three versus six, four versus five. So going off of last year's calendar, if you play the conference championship games on Saturday the 2nd, then you're playing on Saturday the 16th, and then two weeks from that, you're playing Saturday the 30th, and two weeks from that is January 13th. Now you can move it up to the January 8th, which is what it is this year, and I really don't think that's too much time. Or, yeah. I don't think that's um, too much of a difference of time to be 
preparing for national championship. They're only getting one week right now, and granted, Alabama is still going to come out and beat Georgia by at least four points. Um, why not do an 18 playoff? I think it'd be fun. Uh, now, here's the interesting thing. I think if you do make it an 18 playoff, I think you give the, you know, make it something kind of like how the 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 NCAA basketball tournament works. You know, each conference winner they get an automatic bid. So, give it to the Power Five conferences. You know, ACC, SEC, Big Twelve, Big Ten, Pac Twelve. Give it to those. So this year it'd be Clemson, Oklahoma, Auburn, Ohio State, USC, and then you get three at-large teams. One of them, which has to be a Group of Five team. In this case, this year it would be UCF by far. They deserve it. They absolutely deserve to be in. Um, and then that leaves two spots. So then you're you're putting uh, Georgia, Alabama, Wisconsin, Penn State, Miami, and Washington all next to each other in comparing. Um, gosh, after seeing Alabama the other night, I don't know how you can't put them in. Uh, Wisconsin, I think, is overrated. Um, Miami, I also think, is over. I, th- I think I'd put Penn State in. I think I'd put Penn State in. I'd like to see Saquon Barkley, see what he can do um, in a big-time game. And Trace McSorley, for that matter. So, you know, make it an 18 playoff. Just just make it better. Make it make it, make it it easier. Give, give the group of five a chance to win because UCF, ugh, 13-0. I mean, come on. There, there was no other, no other team in college football that went undefeated. And little old UCF did it. Props to them. Whew, all right. That, that was good. That was good. All right, moving on. Uh, Virginia Tech, the Hokies, and Buzz William. Buzz Williams, excuse me. Taking on UVA tonight. The old Cavaliers, the old Commonwealth clash. Um, real quick, I'd, this this applies to college football too. Um, why the heck do we have AP polls? For the entire season. Like, I, I get the last six weeks, seven weeks, whatever it is. I get the last couple of weeks of the season because of the dang playoff. I get it. But we have an AP Top 25 for college basketball. And, I mean, I, I'll just go ahead and say it. Every single one of the teams that are in the AP Top 25 at the end of the season, they're going to go to the tournament. There's 68 teams in the tournament. Why don't we have a Top 68? How about that? And then all those teams go. I think the the AP top twenty five in college basketball is is literally pointless. Um, there, there's really not even a reason for it. Um, nonetheless, UVA is twelve and one. They are number eight in the country. They are coming to Castle Coliseum tonight at nine p.m. That's right, nine p.m. It's gonna suck. It's gonna be cold. But um, I don't know. Tech Tech's been a little sloppy lately. Um, they lost to Syracuse the other day on New Year's Eve. Wasn't a pretty game, but you know what? Buzz Williams' teams are small. Um, I don't know. They're just, they're just very small. You know, Tech is, uh, I think, yeah, we are 11-3. and three. 
with losses to St. Louis, which was a fluke loss, losses at Kentucky and at Syracuse. Um, UVA's only loss remains to WVU. Uh, ESPN's matchup predictor has UVA with a 55% chance to win tonight. There's a three and a half point spread. Um, good buddy of mine, Luke Marston, he's a UVA student, UVA basketball fanatic, as am I with Virginia Tech. And he is joining me at the game tonight, and he, I mean, he just flat out thinks Tech is going to win. Um, I don't know. I just don't think Tech can shoot bad two nights in a row, especially at home. So, <sighs> Tech, Tech, Tech. A, if, if Jalen Hudson had never transferred from Virginia Tech and if Ty Outlaw was not out this season due to an injury, Tech could, could very well be undefeated right now. And we'd probably be in the top ten too. But oh wait, that's right. I, I don't I don't care about I don't care about the top twenty five. I don't care. You know, really the ACC is so deep besides the bottom couple of teams, no offense, but I mean Pitt, Wake Forest, and Georgia Tech, they're god awful this year. Um, Boston College, they are gonna surprise a lot of people. I, I think they can make a run. They 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 almost beat UVA the other night. They lost by one point. Um but I, th I just think the ACC is so deep that anybody can beat anybody on any given night. Now, I will say, I, I think Virginia Tech, they might have one of the toughest ACC schedules this year. Um, just based on who they play twice and that. So, I mean, let's see. We play UVA twice, home and away. We play Miami twice. Uh, we play Duke twice. We play Louisville twice. Uh, let's see. Clemson. Clemson, wow. Clemson is number 25 in the country. That's, uh, wow. So let's see. Counting the remaining games for Virginia Tech, there are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 remaining games against currently ranked opponents. Again, yeah, all right. Argue with me. Why, why do the rankings matter? Why do they not? Um, you know, they, they play 9 ranked currently ranked teams the rest of the season and one of them includes at boston college uh that's not going to be an easy game it's a 9 p.m tip as well it's not going to be an easy game um there, there's also a couple of tough stretches for tech i mean real tough uh in a span of nine uh we'll, we'll say in a span of two weeks Virginia Tech plays at Louisville, home against Florida State, home against North Carolina, and at Notre Dame. Granted, Notre Dame uh, just had some sad news. Bonzi Colson is out two weeks with, or no, excuse me. Bonzi Colson is out eight weeks with a fractured foot. Um, but nonetheless, Notre Dame is a good, scrappy team. Uh, and then at Boston College, uh, I mean, in a span of three days. Tech plays Louisville and Duke. I mean, Tech just has a brutal, brutal schedule. Um, and like I said, I do I, I do believe that on any given night in the ACC, anybody can beat anybody. But I also think there will be games that Virginia Tech just gets absolutely demolished and bullied because of their size. Um, and unfortunately, that, that might mean we do not make it to the NCAA tournament again this season. Um, 
you know, they made it last year, which I was happy with. I was very happy. I was ecstatic. You know, we hadn't made it in 10 years. Um, but, you know, I think it's, it's, it's in Buzz Williams' nature. He doesn't really, he doesn't recruit tall guys. I don't know why. I, you know what my theory is? I think he's, I, I don't, I don't know if there's an actual name for it. I call it Chihuahua Syndrome. I think he's, you know, he's a, he's a short guy, and I, I think he may get intimidated by tall guys. Granted, they're, they're 20-year-old college students, but, you know, you never know. I'm probably wrong. Um, also, uh, headline in Virginia Tech basketball news, uh, one of the weirdest things I have ever experienced. Um, Kadeem C., he is from Senegal and Oak Hill. Uh, he's, I think he's seven foot, seven one, which is good size. We, we, tech needs the sides, size. Um, but he left the program, uh, following the end of the season against Wisconsin in the NCAA tournament. He went to a community college in Tennessee. I believe he attended some classes. I don't know how long, um, but it has now been announced that he is back at Virginia Tech. You know, I, I can't explain it. I think it's one of the weirdest. I think it's one of the weirdest series of events I've ever heard of in sports. Um, so yeah, I look forward to that game tonight. Uh, it's on nine o'clock on. Uh, well, I thought it was on TV, but it says ACC Network Extra. That's kind of dumb. But uh, you know what? Watch it if you can. It, I, I guarantee it'll be a good game. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is the Off the Bench Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Larkin. Uh, we've just got a couple more things to talk about on this introduction podcast. Um, let's see. Do I want to do soccer or do I want to do football? Uh, you know what? I'll save NFL football for the end because, you know, everybody loves NFL football. All right. Soccer. Premier League soccer. Uh, something that I just recently got into a couple of weeks ago. Um, one of my buddies, Nelson Stanley, he got me into it. Um, he kind of explained to me how it works, how it works, especially in England. I think it's really cool. And I guess it's kind of how it works in almost every other European country. But, um, you know, you have the Premier League and then you have leagues below it in England um, or in the EPL, the English English no, e- EFL, English Football League. You have the Premier League. The top team wins the Premier League. The top four go to the Champions League, I believe. The fifth team goes to the Champions League um, qualifying. And then the bottom three teams in the Premier League, they get relegated to the next, to basically the, the second best league in England. Um, I think it's pretty cool. And then from that second league, the top three teams will then get promoted to the Premier League. So, um in Nelson's words, everybody has a chance to win, which I personally, I think it's cool. I think it's great. I think it's awesome. Um, today, there's there's quite a, quite a big game going on. Uh, we got Arsenal and Chelsea. Um, yeah, it's uh, taking place at Emirates Stadium. That's Arsenal's home. Uh, Arsenal's last five, uh, three wins and two draws. 
Chelsea's last five, uh, four wins and one draw. Chelsea is currently third in the table with 45 points, as Arsenal is currently sixth uh, with 38 points. Uh, just two behind Tottenham. Uh, other than that, you know, I am a little worried about uh, Alexis Sanchez and Mesut Ozil. Uh, there's been lots of talk about them being bought away. Uh, there's been lots and lots of talk about Alexis Sanchez going to Manchester City, who currently have a 15-point lead at number one in the Premier League table. Uh, personally, I'd be pretty pissed off if he did if he did follow through with that and did go to Man City. That's, I mean, they they don't need his they don't need the help they don't need his help at striker. It's uh, it's just ridiculous. They they just don't need the help. Um. Yeah. I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be fun. All right. Uh, moving on to football. Yes, football, 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 football. Um. No, that's not what it is. Uh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um. Yeah, it's NFL playoffs time. I mean. It's the best time of the year. It's great. I cannot wait. Uh, playoffs. I love it. It's the best time of the year. Just great. All right. So uh, in the AFC, the Patriots are number one. The Steelers are number two. They have first round buys. Number three, the Jacksonville Jaguars and apparently trash quarterback Blake Portals. I kind of agree with that. Um, they will take on Tyrod Taylor and the Buffalo Bills. Tyrod Taylor, he got the Bills to the playoffs for the first time, I believe, since the year 2000. Um, tech guy. I love him. I hope they win. Uh, if they do win, uh, they will take on the New England Patriots in Buffalo. I think it'll be a tough game. Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all time. The Bills won't get past the Patriots. I don't know if anybody will get past Patriots. Uh, and then at 4-5 and five in the AFC, you've got the Kansas City Chiefs, who started off very strong, uh, especially with um, Kareem Hunt. That dude came out of nowhere. And they will take on Marcus Mariota and the Tennessee Titans. You know, I, ugh, I don't know. Let me, let me talk about the NFC, and then I'll, uh, I'll make my picks for this weekend. In the NFC, we've got the number one seed, Philadelphia Eagles. They are without Carson Wentz. Unfortunately, that dude would have won the MVP, in my opinion. There's no doubt about it. Um, but Nick Falls hasn't been terrible. He's won, I guess, a couple of games for them or something. I don't know. Uh, the number two seed, I think really surprising, Minnesota. The Minnesota Vikings with, um, is that right? Case Keenum is the quarterback? I mean, that can't be right. But, uh, yeah, Case Keenum, you know. I, I have no words. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have ever predicted that. Uh, the three seed, Sean McVay, youngest head coach in the NFL, and uh, Jared Goff, I think one of the brightest and up-and-coming superstars at quarterback. Uh, he was my fantasy quarterback this year. I enjoyed being able to watch him given the chance they will take on the falcons at home in los angeles i think the rams will come away with that one uh the falcons you know everybody knows oh the 28 to 3 collapse in the super bowl last year by the way that was ridiculous um but atlanta has just not been the same team this year they, they've been too too up and down too up and down which you know that that's kind of how uh my team the carolina panthers have played 
it unfortunately the Panthers go as Cam Newton goes and sometimes Cam Newton just does not go um hopefully he will go in New Orleans this weekend uh playing at Mercedes-Benz the Superdome <sighs> I don't know I, I've almost kind of accepted the fact that the Panthers are going to lose this weekend. Uh, so so there's my pick for that game. I think the Saints will win. Am I holding out hope that the Panthers will win? Yeah, of course. Um, I don't know if they can get past the Eagles or the Vikings, though. They did beat the Vikings at home, but um, coming off a bye against the one or two team, I, I think it's always going to be hard. So... Uh, I'm going to take the Rams and the Saints, so that means the, uh, let's see, that means the Saints will play in Philadelphia. I think the Saints will win that game. Um, and Minnesota-Los Angeles, I think that'll be a good game. I believe that's a rematch from a couple of weeks back. Uh, I think the Vikings won, I think it was a low-scoring game, um, but that'll be a good game. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I'll pick these first-round games, I'll wait to uh i'll wait to pick the next round just because obviously we don't really know who's playing yet uh and in the afc like i said we got jacksonville and buffalo i'm gonna go ahead and pick tyrod and the buffalo bills uh they acquired kelvin benjamin uh mid-season kind of uh from the panthers and he's i don't know i feel like the dude's always injured but um he gives tyrod a good tall target to throw to and uh, I think the Bills will come out on top of that against the Jaguars. And then uh, I- I'm going to take the Chiefs just because I think the Titans are still pretty bad. Uh, Delaney Walker, he's been really, really good for them as of late, last couple of seasons. But um, I think Alex Smith is just too fund- fundamentally sound as a quarterback, and I think the Chiefs will come out on top of that. So the Bills will then travel to New England. The Chiefs will travel to Pittsburgh. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we got some picks in. We got some NFL picks. We got the national championship pick. Uh, again, Alabama minus four. I think they're going to win. And uh, I'm going to take the Hokies tonight over number eight Virginia in the Commonwealth Clash. Uh, so... Hope you enjoyed it. That was uh, episode one of the Off the Bench Sports Podcast. Uh, again, I will put this on SoundCloud. I will most likely tweet the link. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, you know, if if I do tweet it, if you want to tweet it, go right ahead. Uh, get as many people to start listening to this as possible um, because I can only do so much myself. Uh, you know, you, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at LarkShark underscore 24. Uh, that is L-A-R-K-S-H-R-K underscore two four. Um, you know, if you want me to talk about something for the next podcast, uh, go ahead and tweet at me. Send me a DM, something, um, and uh, I'll mention it. I love Twitter. If if I'm using some, some kind of fact um, that you probably haven't heard, it's probably from Twitter. Uh, so I'm always on Twitter. That's one thing. Uh, again... This is the Off the Bench Sports Podcast with me, Justin Larkin. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks.